Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week, sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. Now, remember, if you've got a burning financial question, you have two chances every week to get on the air. We've got this bonus call. We drop it on Tuesdays. Then in the longer show on Thursdays, we have the listener question of the week. Just send us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Right now, we are going to Neil from Oregon. Did I say it right, Neil? You got it. Darn it, I'm good. All right, Neil, what's going on? How can we help you out? Well, um, I am curious. I'm 25 years old. I've been um, doing a pretty good job at, at savings, and I have some questions about seeing if it's a good time for me to consider buying a house. Oh, cool. Okay. So you're 25 years old, and you've got a job, hopefully, and that's why you're saving so much. How much have you saved so far? Tell me about your non-retirement as well as your retirement. I think in total, retirement-wise, I have about fifty or 60000 Great. Um, and then non-retirement is whatever else adds up to just under 100000 Okay. So 40 to 50-ish. Okay. Yeah. And how much do you earn, Neil? Um, I earn about 40000 Wow. You've saved a lot of money considering you earn 40000 Are your expenses really low? Um, I, I keep my expenses pretty low, but I've also been contributing since, uh, since I was like 19. Wow. That's impressive. So where do you live now? You rent? Do you live with your folks? What's going on? Yeah, I rent in um, in Bend, Oregon, mm-hmm. a pretty small mountain town. Okay. Um, How much is your rent? I spend uh, three fifty a month for rent. Three fifty a month for rent. Mark is just. I just want you. I'm going to give you a visual. Mark just uh-huh. leaned back in his chair, put his hands over his head because I think <laughs> that that's about what most people in New York spend on their parking. Is three fifty a month? I mean, it's that is such an awesome rent. Presumably, it's not some horrible place. You sound like you're a pretty normal guy, and you're saving all this money. So that's unbelievable, fantastic. I do have roommates. That's okay. how I'm able to do that. Do you do you want to get rid of the roommates? No, I'm actually happy with roommates. Okay, for now, or all right. at least for a while. Yeah. Are you thinking? I mean, you're pretty young to be thinking about buying. Are you likely to stay in Bend, or do you want to have some flexibility? Tell me a little bit about what's going on in, like, your real life. What are you thinking is going to happen? Yeah, so Bend is seeming like a a place that I might stay. Since I've been here, two more of my family members have moved here, so it's uh, becoming kind of the new home base. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. But the the challenging part is that what kind of raised the question is that um, that Bend is growing really fast and it's pretty constrained because there aren't a lot of outlying areas that people can move. Mm-hmm. And so with all of that uh, inflow, housing prices have are just increasing very fast here. So mm. um, I feel like I need to make a, a, a conscious decision whether I'm doing it or not. Okay. All right. And you would buy this on your own. There's like no sibling or anything that wants to chip in or you're, this is just Neil's pad, correct? I have a long term partner, but mm-hmm. we're not married. OK. But you would be doing this financially on your own? Probably. Yeah. OK. Would long term partner be able to contribute to expenses? Definitely. Oh, definitely. OK, good. So um, how much would you have to pay 
to get into a home that you'd want to live in for a while? Probably the house is here somewhere two fifty to three hundred thousand. All right, so I'll take the difference. I'll do two seventy five. Yeah. So if you were going to buy a two hundred seventy five thousand dollar place, you would want to put down say twenty percent. And, of course, that exhausts your non-retirement account pretty quickly, right? Because you're going to have mm-hmm. to put down fifty or 55000 bucks to get your 20%. I'm not saying you shouldn't do. I just want to be clear that that's the case. All right, so let's say you did do that. Let's say that, you know, you've got your money that you've saved up or you get your – let's say that your account right now, which is at forty or fifty grand, you get it up to 60000 okay? That's probably mm-hmm. where you want to be. And you have to put fifty-five down or fifty down, depending if you buy a two hundred fifty or two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars house. You put the money down. You got a mortgage. You get a thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage, and now you're going to pay about a thousand bucks a month for principal and interest. But you've got to also pay insurance, and you got to pay property taxes. So now, let me ask you: How do you feel about essentially tripling your rent? tripling your housing cost from, you know, 350 up to twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month. I mean, you probably can afford to do it because you're a very good saver. It's just you're not going to save as much money. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, well, that's the that's the tricky part, because that still is around what my house is paying for rent, um, mm-hmm. just not what I was paying individually. So okay. um so I'm taking on a little bit more of that responsibility because if I didn't have roommates or a partner, then that would be all on me, and mm-hmm. that would be that would feel like a lot. But. but on the other hand, think of it this way. If you and your partner are splitting it, then your share, let's just say that your share went from 350 a month and you went to, you know, let's say 700 a month, and your partner was paying, or, or 600 a month, and your partner was paying the other half, then it doesn't sound so bad, does it? Exactly. So here's the thing. If you think you really want to stay in Bend, what I would suggest is I would go out and get pre-qualified for a a mortgage. I would start to really hone in on what you think you'd want in in a place that you really would want to buy. And I would make sure that you feel comfortable with the numbers and I would really look to do it. I mean, the big the the big downside, it's not so much that you're going to get rid of all the savings in one fell swoop, because, I mean, really, you don't just save for nothing. You're, this is a great goal, but that you are now tied to this place. And if you say to me, hey, I want to be in this place, then it's not feeling tied. It's saying, hey, I'm buying something while I have the money to do it, and I have the cash flow, and interest rates are still low. So I think that that could be a really interesting idea for you. And if, again, you have a partner who's going to split the expenses, it works. And hopefully as you make more money, it's going to be, you're going to be able to replenish your savings. But I think that you're asking the right questions. So start running the numbers and really get get serious about it. Go get pre-qualified and see what you can find. Maybe you'll find something fantastic for 240 and you're not going to have to burn through all of your savings. Yeah. And I guess that's the real question too is, as the housing prices keep increasing, how much is too much um, for me to be overinvested in in a home? The the big question to me is not about the um, you know being overinvested because you're going to end up having 
you already have a good chunk of savings. You, you've proven you're a good saver. I think the big question for you is what your cash flow can allow. And gotcha. if you run these numbers, you're not going to have roommates for the rest of your life, right? right. <laughs> so even if you were realistic and said, okay, if my partner and I had to go rent something, what would that cost us? And mm-hmm. maybe that would be $1,000 a month. I don't know, making it up. And then you start to talk about apples to apples. You can't really compare, you know, having a bunch of roommates living in a place with owning your own place over the long term, having control of your destiny. I mean, in some respects, you know, you're probably pretty close to what it would cost you going forward for the two of you to get a place. So mm-hmm. run the numbers. Be sure that both of you feel comfortable with it. And, you know, for most 20-somethings, the reason why they don't want to buy is they don't want to be locked into a place. But it doesn't sound like that in your case. It sounds like you really want to be there. And if in the worst case scenario, you got an awesome job uh, in Portland, for example, maybe you could rent this place out. And that, right. that would be something to consider. All right. All right. Go get yourself a house. Keep us posted and let us know how you do, Okay. Sounds good. All right, take care. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. Betterment.